Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Welcome back to the same but different podcast. Look at me making a little intro. Very professional. I'd just like to leave a few disclaimers and a few trigger warnings. We do touch on disordered eating and also drinking. I do mention needing to have a few drinks. I obviously meant in moderation just in case people take it as the wrong way. I'm so anxious I need to make a disclaimer for everything, you know, when you're in that mood. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Do leave us a nice review if you do like the podcast and looking forward to the Cork show. I'm sure there, I think there are a few tickets left for the Saturday. If anyone does want to come along, um, it could be a nice night away. Woohoo! Cork trip. Uh, yeah, so listen at your own risk. I give a quick, uh, I want to dedicate the podcast. Maybe we could do this every week. Okay, to who? So I was in Stephen's Green today getting a smoothie with uh, Jason Aww. getting a little vegan spoon it tasted like vomit though you know like the consistency I literally was gagging every time I oh took a God. sip like and I felt that yeah no oh. no but like chewy bits oh, do you know what I mean ew. and I I love smooth you know I'm a smoothie holic yeah, I love a smoothie and I felt like it was such a waste of money you know trying to yeah. so I was trying to down Especially it back Stephen's green yeah Very I know Ju- it was from jump oh yeah. Is that in the downstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, we went to Dyson window shopping for Hoovers oh, because funny. we're parents you now. You get the shark. My, my daddy got my mommy a shark for Christmas. <laughs> the, your dad got your mom a Hoover for Christmas? I, this is, <laughs> and he texted me and I, because he was like, oh, you're not going to believe what I got her because he's a very like, I'll get her an iPad. That oh, kind of buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was complaining. Or yeah, or like really, he's really good at jewellery and he okay. texted me and he was like, I got her a Hoover. And she, I don't think I've ever seen her happier with a present. Oh, she's, really? she's literally going around because they're wireless. Oh, Stunning. Do you know what I mean? They're wireless, so she's going around and all cracks. Like she was delighted to <laughs> take one of the UV tree. lights. Oh, you know, of course it does. Are you joking? <laughs> Everything only the her. best for only mommy. The best for the mommy. But uh, sorry, carry on your window shopping. Anyway. Okay, so window shopping for a Dyson Hoover because me and Jason uh, ran out of Hoover bags, and it's like, sorry, the only domestic thing where I don't understand what's going on. Like, where the fuck do you get a Hoover bag? We went to Big Duns. That we were, we were asking people, like asking, sh- you know, the shop yeah. assistants, yeah, yeah. where are the Hoover bags yeah. at? And they were like, don't have any. Don't. Oh. So anyway, we don't have any Hoover bags. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> Neither of us style our hair. Like, oh, yeah, I, I no, went yeah, in, same. and I, so anyway, we walked over to Dyson, and I'm like gagging at my fucking smoothie. And then this girl comes to the shop assistant, comes around the corner, she goes, oh, "I love the podcast." <gasps> oh my god, what yeah. age was she? She was like our age. Oh lord, yeah, obsessed. I, I, I want to dedicate this um, podcast to her. Oh, the Dyson girl. Gr- not- no, that's Missy playing oh, with okay. a piece of dirt on the, the ground because the, the Hoover bag. We don't have a Hoover bag, oh, so. so she's playing with the dirt. Yeah, she's playing with bunnies. Those bunnies. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I love when people like come up to like people don't come up to me mm. well like they would but like for your for your situation like people coming up to you because like you obviously spoke about that on your story yeah like you like people coming up to you and being like hey i love the podcast instead of like mm. being like 
Like if that would, if you were me, I'd be having heart attacks twenty four seven because I'm like, oh my god, there's something on my face. No, but you know when you're if you're in like you were in an all girl school, and you know if you well, see, there's boys as well, but there was boys. We oh. weren't mixed till fifth year, so oh, basically, right, okay. So of. when you're in an all girls school, it's just like an air about like a, just a bitchy air because obviously all the hormones you're going through, people mm. are bound to be bitchy. It's just like a natural thing that happens like um in case people want to try, try deny it we were all horrible when we were teenagers oh my god cunt. um but anyway when you're in an all-girls school there's always like a group of girls in the corner laughing or whispering or yeah and your worst fear is like going into a room and everyone stop stops talking yeah. and then you're like oh they were bitching about me yeah that imagine that for me but it's every time i leave my house yeah. and it's like teen young girls are like and then stop talking it doesn't feel nice it feels like I'm being bullied yeah. by people on the street yeah, and then like if I turn around and someone is holding up their phone trying to take a photo of me while I'm out with my baby yeah. it's just real inappropriate of so course. um but ever I know people are gonna be like well this is what you signed up for yeah. and it's just like no because it's not a normal way to treat people yeah <laughs> like it's just I didn't sign up for that yeah it's, exactly and it's it's the whole thing of like like uh, the other day when I was in um, I was in the bleeding horse and this girl came up to me and I was a little bit drunk but like it doesn't happen to me often yeah so when it does happen to me it's like I I actually get so nervous mm. and then my boyfriend was like oh like uh, you seemed really taken back there and taken aback there and I was like yeah I was caught off guard completely mm. but like for me like it doesn't happen to me often but during so obviously the January depression like literally I was in the height of it mm. walking through town and I was like feeling so shit about myself and I was so self-conscious and I had like my big hat on I feel like every time I wear a hat I'm like has no one ever seen a fucking hat before <laughs> especially you know my big black one yeah, yeah. I always get the stairs for that but I was walking by a pub and like there was a group of girls like sitting at a barrel yeah and someone just like the girl looked at me and she like whispered to the girl beside her and then the whole table turned around yeah and went completely silent when I walked by and I was like but like they think that oh, you're blind oh my god is there something stuck to my bum I was like there's something on me like why mm. are people staring and then I was like oh they're probably like hey that's Keelan's friend mm. do you know what I mean but I could I was thinking about that today when I was on the bus and I was like oh my god that happens to Keelan every single day mm. like and worse people taking photos of you without consent or anything yeah. like that that's like like what if you looked ugly <laughs> Emer, i'm constantly looking ugly no, these days that's not what this podcast is about anyway i might even edit that part out because i feel like it's so boring when people with following are like guys leave me alone it's really it hard because i look at you and i'm like that's like when i whenever you're walking down the street yeah i look at you and i'm like god she must feel so like empowered and so good and like you know i don't know how to describe it like obviously like you're famous in dublin so like i would look at you and be like oh my god that like must be such like a, an empowered feeling oh god no. walking through the streets no but then when you tell when the when i see the ugly side of it i'm like oh yeah never mind no i'm just like constantly anxious and paranoid yeah so um no it's not nice like going to leave to get groceries you yeah. know with my baby and i'm like in your slippers like yeah and I, I wish that i had a, i could put a beard on yeah. as a disguise oh my god you like, should start doing fucking sunglasses i told you i bought you the voucher and you bought a fucking <laughs> coat you brought like a priest coat <laughs> a priest coat a priest like coat. the most cons- wait is the word inconspicuous or conspicuous the most conspicuous coat ever just like yeah you're like look everyone look at us yeah you yeah. need to get a big fuck off pair of um, glasses but i was saying to jason as well because you know i the way i started drinking again like around yeah. christmas time yeah yeah 
And we went when I went to Sears' gig, it was Mommy's Night Out. So Jason was home with Bam Bam. Um, was this the other night? Yeah, the other night. Oh, so I was like, oh. I was like, oh my God, I, I can go. And he texted me and he was like, she's asleep. So stay out if for a few drinks if you want. Because my dad was there too. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. So I can like actually have a drink out oh in the pub. God. But um, anyway, didn't last long. She woke up screaming and was oh. like, where's Mommy? Oh, no. um, but anyway, I was saying it to Sears and Mia. I was like, every time I drink, it's almost like, I'm edging myself you know when you go to have sex with a boy and he can't make you come and it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, happening yeah. constantly because of like premature ejaculation of or whatever course, it's like course. that I'm like constantly edging I'm having two or three drinks and then I have to well I can't get drunk anyway because I'm breastfeeding yeah but like I'll have two or three drinks and then she has a panic like she has a meltdown so I have to like go back home or yeah. you know back to mommy so you haven't gone full throttle yet uh, yeah and I think that January and we were talking about this as well like people doing dry I, I feel like doing dry January is futile because it's almost just what does futile mean hello it's like useless because yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost like it's when you need to drink the most is <laughs> it? I don't want to be like advocating it's alcohol but it's like you shouldn't be being, being so hard and strict on yourself and I, that's why I don't like when people like go on diets and start January, yeah, load of bollocks going, like. going on diets and going to the gym during January because that's the month you have to be the kindest to yourself and yeah. let yourself let go because um first of all december is so financially stressful for everybody mm. it, like no matter in what situation you're in it's it's finance it's a financial burden on absolutely everyone because you have to buy for so many people and there's so much pressure on christmas but um and then uh, you're also feeling guilty for like going out and having fun with your friends over christmas and maybe eating a huge christmas dinner and then all of a sudden on um social media there's all these officious fucking videos telling you to go on these diets and like go to the gym and start you know, making these strict rules for yourself. And people putting them on Instagram as well. Yeah. This is what I, this is what drives me crazy because, like, I struggle with... Even when people tell me that they're working out, Yeah, it triggers me beyond belief. Now, people, like, obviously, if my friends listen to this, tell me you're working out. Like, I don't yeah. care. But for me, because I had such a bad relationship with the gym and with working out it's and like then like the result was like having like an eating disorder from it it's so triggering for me then because it's like oh it's like new year new me I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna stop drinking and it's like okay go and do that but why are you promoting it because like that shit is triggering for people and like yeah we all love a gym selfie like Mm. obviously if you're feeling if you didn't take a photo it didn't happen yeah if you're feeling good looking good that's grand but it's like I've noticed a lot recently people putting up this whole dry January thing and then they're so fucking what's the word when like vocal about it like they're like oh I'm doing dry January I'm doing dry January and it's like okay good for you I'm having a pint but that automatically when someone is doing that in front of you you're gonna feel shit about having a pint beside that person yeah you're gonna feel self-conscious and you're gonna feel like oh like are they judging me even though they're probably not because they just want to pint themselves Mm -hmm. and that's why I said this earlier to Kim that like when so say for example if you're like a vegan vegetarian anything if you like force that on people and if you're like oh my god like ew you're eating meat you want it the most the mm-hmm. people who do that because when i started stopped eating meat i was eight so like i like witnessed people throughout the school year and like throughout my school years and then in college and stuff like going vegan going vegetarian and they'd be so fucking vocal about it and like nearly pressuring people to do it mm-hmm. but i like people would be like oh you don't eat meat and i'm like yeah i just don't have to wear a fucking t-shirt saying i don't eat meat because i don't want it then I wanted it and I ate it but like I find the people that are like pushing shit on you the most they're struggling with it the most which like it's kind of like a you should kind of um 
listen to yourself and you're like okay well I'm obviously struggling with this I want to like eat meat and stuff but like don't push it on someone else Mm. do you know what I mean because if you're struggling you should understand that like someone else could be struggling but internally Mm. do you know what I mean yeah and I know from when I first went vegan I was one of those people where I was like why isn't everyone a vegan yeah fucking hell um but then obviously you realize like people can't do that for dietary reasons there's a whole myriad of reasons as to why people can't and I know now from someone who has to I've had to go back eating meat because of my health like Mm. my hair is falling out and I literally was like crumbling as a person um and I know that people are probably disappointed or like if if, if, for example if they went vegan or vegetarian because of me if I like hashtag influenced (laughs) hashtag hashtag influenced them to go vegetarian it is disappointing for the person who influenced you in the first because I've had people who I watched on YouTube and then they went back eating meat and I was disappointed yeah I was like I can't believe because I'm still a vegetarian you've left me in the dust here yeah. and I'm, I was like why am I not eating meat now yeah. but um I feel guilty now with veganery because I feel like I should be promoting it the most because I've been vegan for so long no. and now that I'm eating meat eating fish I'm like I'm a piece of shit no. and I'm just like Nom nom nom, nom, my, nom, nom. <laughs> with my salmon. I'm just like, oh, bit of fish. Oh, oh yummy. Yum, nom. <laughs> oh, nom, nom. You know, like a fucking Big fatty bum bum. <laughs> no, I can't say that anymore. No, no, no. I'm so mean to myself. Like, but we say it as a joke. Like, I know, I know. But like, no, I wear, I'm eating meat with pride now. Yeah. I'm like, it's fucking great. Yeah. Because like, people are shocked. Yeah. Like, my cousins were over for. Christmas and like they all always have only known me as you know a vegetarian and yeah. like I'm like give me all the turkey <laughs> give me all the ham do you know what I mean and everyone's the shocked reaction I used to like at the start I was a little bit ashamed and I was like yeah. oh my god like and I'm like oh I'm just only eating it um just like for a little while and now I'm like I'm never fucking going back like yeah. I feel great and I also have lost weight skinny because I'm not fucking eating and snacking as much not that you should eat meat to lose weight but I'm saying that like I was like constantly snacking eating loads of shite like all the like in fairness like some of the corn stuff is a bit shite oh it's full of it's It's full of shite but it never filled me ever so I was constantly Mm. snacking and I just feel like stronger like I have more energy and I feel stronger and like skinny no I'm joking (laughs) I actually haven't skinny but like there is one thing though like I had the flu like two weeks ago and another thing about January was like I so you know when you go into January and you're like I'm gonna lose weight I'm gonna you know better myself go to the gym Mm. I lost weight from the flu and it was like it was so is the word detrimental to my mental health like only now am I coming out of it but slowly like I could see myself slipping back into my old ways oh my god am I gonna start crying oh my god here we go (laughs) oh god I no give me a second no I just like I have been so hard on myself like my boyfriend asked me um like recently he was like what's your goal and I didn't know what to say what's your goal for 2023 and I was like I don't know what to say but there's one thing that came to my mind and I was like I have to be nicer to myself because mm-hmm. I'm so hard on myself. You with, are so hard with, on yourself. Like with everything, with what I eat, with my work, I have severe imposter syndrome. And it's just like, I'm so hard on myself always. And losing the weight 
and then seeing all of this stuff on Instagram of like I'm doing this keto diet and this that and the other I it was like making me spiral because I was I had lost weight from not physically being able to eat because I was sick yeah and then noticing that difference noticing the difference and then only recently like yesterday like I was in my bed and I had a pack of popcorn instead of having a dinner and Mm. I was like what am I doing I was like I'm I this is bad like Mm. this is really bad but like today I was like no I'm gonna get a McDonald's we're getting a fucking cheeseburger we're getting a fucking cheeseburger after this and I like I no. I'm going to get a triple burger because I just need to be nicer to myself. But again, I'm not like shaming anyone who posts on Instagram because like it's so good to see like women like feeling and looking strong. But it's people who are so like, you know, they're new to it. And it's like when you can become obsessed with it, but it's like promoting it in a good way being like instead of being like oh I'm not eating this or like cutting out sweets or like stopping Mm. this you don't have to tell us that I don't need to know that yeah I'll see your picture in the gym and you look hot but I don't need to know what you're doing after that I don't need to know if you're not drinking or Mm. I don't need to know if you're not eating McDonald's Mm. do you know what I mean yeah I can't believe I stopped that those tears there I've stopped that (laughs) stop that can't ruin the tan I can't ruin the tan (laughs) I was actually thinking of getting back on the tan buzz I'm literally getting you're so tanned you don't need it I know but my face is so pale like my body because I was looking at myself naked in the mirror today and Jason was like you were fucking stunning and I was like Jason I actually don't like it's crazy how my body is just like indestructible is it just going back to normal it's just completely back to i'm literally back to normal but i feel like way stronger now because after i gave birth like your bones hurt and i was like oh my god i'm getting arthritis oh my god because you know my mom had arthritis in her 20s and then my dad was like oh yeah she got like she tried to get diagnosed for lupus and i was like oh that's something you could have told me when i was pregnant i definitely have this is your health ocd yeah here we go um but i was looking at myself in the mirror naked as you everyone should do yeah but um obviously one of the things is like i love my body so much because uh, functionally it it does so much especially like feeding my baby and all but my one thing is like i'm really scared of getting old i don't know why it's just one of my things where i really don't want to get old like if look old not actually getting the age you know having the age on on the number i know but also i have the shame thing about getting botox and you can't get botox on your breast reading um but anyway i was looking at myself naked in the mirror and i was like oh god my boobs are sagging and my nipples are so big they're drooping no and obviously you know my vagina is like deformed as well so there's a few things going on but i was like you know what i need to fucking like get a grip and get a life you just had a baby i just had a baby you just had a baby I know I just had a baby but I also have recently as you know Emer because I you every morning you text me you're like oh sleeping in yeah (laughs) (laughs) if I don't get a text from Keelan in the morning and I'm up before her I'm like that's very strange I'm like big snooze I stopped giving my phone the power because that was a big issue for me is because obviously I work on my phone if I was like editing TikToks or uploading a TikTok or uploading a YouTube video it's not just active uploading I'd be on there going back checking comments replying to comments so then you're obviously going to like have a bit of scrolling as well as that you know Mm. and then you get stuck in this like um abyss of endless scrolling and comparing yeah. yourself to people so i stopped giving my phone the power and i'm literally like jason leave my phone in the other room yeah. and um so at night time when we're watching telly or whatever i come back in here and leave my phone in the next room and then don't that's look at it for as, yeah that's, that's where, where you've been. the phone has not been with me yeah. so it's not well i have I actually have been sleeping in but that's another thing um because jason's off work this is like the only time i've been able to sleep since she's been born so she, when she's up all night breastfeeding and at the moment she's going through a really bad patch where like she wants to be on the boob constantly 
Um, so the only moments I get asleep are the three hours in the morning where Jason takes her into the next room and plays with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wake up, he comes, he says he comes in the room, my, my mouth is literally wide open, like <laughs> drool all over the pillow. The high grit. <laughs> high grit. Literally, like a corpse. He took a photo of me before and I looked like I was dead. I looked like I was dead. Um, so that's the only time I get to sleep. But then as well, one of my resolutions was to get up earlier. And now I just feel shitter about myself, even though I should be looking after myself and getting my sleep. Like yeah. I can't work as a functional human if I'm not sleeping. So it's real, like... But that's because there's a stigma around getting up early. I know. It's, if you get up early, you're more... Uh, what's the word? Um, productive. Productive. You're yeah. more productive. But that's not a bollocks. I like, know. I sleep until, like... Like, I don't officially ever start work till... Maybe. I'll be in work for, like, 11. Yeah. But, like, I don't start till 12. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'll finish that, like pretty early as well but like that's that that's you can my choose your own hours, i choose like. my own hours you know what i mean but like i think that how that how exactly if you're on instagram at that time yeah you see people like in the gym or like they're eating like a fucking bowl of nuts for their breakfast yeah. and you're like oh my god and like i'm craving like a, a buttered cheese toasty with like the easy singles and like i'm like oh my god maybe i shouldn't be having that so that yeah. is something that i need to start doing is mm. not being on my phone as much you have to show the phone who's boss i need to show the phones who's boss <laughs> But that's that, like, again, like, with social media, like, say, for example, I'm in, like, quite a manic stage right now, but I'm silently manic. Like, have you, I'm doing impulsive things. Have you noticed? (laughs) So, like, I'm doing, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, new year, new New me. me. Load of bollocks. (laughs) Don't ever listen to that. I don't like the new year, new me thing. This is the same me but just revamped you know what I mean a bit of revamped same old me same. maybe a bit smelling a bit better maybe smelling a bit better and I don't have like like knits maybe <laughs> no I don't have knits what is it called matted um, I'm taking my extensions out for example and I'm not I've, I'm not feeling the best about myself at the moment and I've decided to go the extra mile and take my extensions out on Friday which is a big deal mm-hmm. a big deal I hide behind these fuckers like I yeah. I depend on these and then I noticed the other day in in a video I had a bald patch no. yeah so I was like this is time so I'm doing dry hair John so I'm gonna take my extensions out I'm gonna give it love and then possibly get them back in in February but what I'm saying is like I'm at my lowest now I will like I, I can give you a scalp massager. Oh my god. I have two to massage I, into the, the I oils. When I get my massages, they're like, Will I massage your head? And I'm like, and you Oh you can't. I'm yeah. like, You can't because I like or else sometimes I go in and do it and they're like, Oh, what's that? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, this is my hair. But yeah, like I'm I'm now testing myself for January because like I am going to feel like shit. I'm going to be like I'm the most ugliest person in the whole mm. world because I don't have fucking fake snakes hanging from my head. Yeah. But I'm excited because once I get over over that hump of like needing extensions to feel good about myself or needing to do things to myself to make like meaning like getting a new face or like you know mm-hmm. getting some fillers something like that like once I get over that hump I feel like what Jason said the other day the year starts in Jan- in February yeah the year starts in February yeah so like January doesn't count mm. January is a reset revamp mm. sort yourself out and it's then to sleep yeah and I also was born in February so it obviously only starts in February <laughs> do you know what I mean birthday month hello <laughs> so like do you know what I mean so like I think 
this month is going to be the most difficult for me and I sound like literally first world problems oh my god take my extensions out but it is like it's like no but everything's relative to everyone if you get into that slump of being like oh first world problems then you could never complain about anything ever and you'd be internalizing everything and you'd go insane yeah yeah, like sometimes you do have to vent yeah no exactly exactly Um, but the hair no because it's such a big part of our identity when my hair because I never I knew that you get postpartum hair loss and I was like okay I'm I think I'm prepared for it but nothing can actually prepare you for losing your hair at such a fast pace and there's you you have no control over it that's the hardest part because like if I look at sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like that's how bad I, it's so horrible and it's like I put makeup on and I feel worse because you know when you're no dogs are crying <laughs> oh don't say that <laughs> no you like you were literally the most beautiful person ever I can't believe you said that <laughs> I can't cope with this <laughs> but it's only recently since my hair has been falling out because I have no control no. over how I looked you know and I'd spent so long you know I grew out the bleach no, and I stop. and I was doing oil masks once a week and I was doing all these things and I was like oh, I'm doing so well I got the fucking Olaplex set which I had no, to give up stop. because of my breastfeeding anyway so then when I started falling out I was like Jesus Christ my hairline is running away and I remember Reese FaceTime me and he goes Jesus, Keelan, your hairline's running away from you. And I was like, no, you can't. did it. Yeah, did. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> like, hair is such a big thing for females. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, males, yeah. But, like, you can go and shave your head, guys. Yeah. And it will grow back in a few. We're not but, like, turkey. I fucking got a mullet two years ago and I still have a mullet. Like, <laughs> tell me how that's possible. Because I haven't cut my hair in literally two years. I know it's the bleaching and stuff. But, like, I remember when my mom lost her hair from cancer. And, like, I remember kids, like, used to come up to me in school being like, why does your mommy have no hair? And, like, she'd get mad looks. Mad looks. Jesus Christ. People she, are so stupid. So fucking stupid. And they think that they're being subtle Yeah, well, no, like, but, like, adults as yeah. well. Like, because she would wear, like, she's so funny. She, like, would buy, like, these, like, really cool, like, buffs. They're called buffs. I don't know if they're still a thing, but, like, headscarves, basically. Oh, yeah. But I'll never forget at the... um like obviously we're kids people don't realize but like just people i would notice at that age because when you're at that age like that's different for your mommy to not have hair yeah do you know what i mean so you notice other people's reactions to that Mm -hmm. and i remember this girl came up to me at the school race and was like why does your mommy have no hair why does your mommy have no hair and she's still this fucking anyway this girl (laughs) she's she gave me an awful time having no eyebrows in school because i shaved them off but anyway the, my mommy like owned it but I'll never ever forget the distress because there's no control over it mm. it's and like yeah people say oh it's hair it will grow back but like nothing can prepare you for losing your hair so yeah. like oh my god the thoughts I didn't realize that you lost hair I didn't notice it oh, until right. you put up that photo yeah remember so like me seeing you every day I don't notice it mm. I don't think you like your hair is so long like from what from London your hair was like up to here or yeah, something yeah. and it was in bits like your mm. hair is so lush and so long and it will go back thank god you have a full head of hair yeah yeah but like never look at yourself in the mirror and think oh my god because like you are stu- <laughs> stu- stunning. stunning stunning but did your mom ever talk about that how, how it was losing your hair 
like, to you well because i know you're very young you were like 10 or something I, yeah so like not really like she did she bought um this like real hair wig and she got it made mm-hmm. but like she never wore it she was just like yeah, i think she just she just owned it mm-hmm. like my mom actually used to have like she has like kind of like short hair now but she used to have long hair and like her hair grew back darker as well she used to have like kind of light brown hair and now oh. she has black hair very strange oh. yeah and um, she didn't lose her eyebrows or her eyelashes thank oh really no thank god so like i think she looked stunning like she did look gorgeous and at that age as well like obviously it's shocking if you see your mommy with no hair and especially if they're like crying in the mirror when Mm. like bits are coming out and they have no control over it but like she really really rocked it and i love that this day and age like a buzz cut is in yeah it's so sexy but like back then it just like wasn't like Mm. females weren't you know they didn't they they didn't go and cut their hair really that short did they no. or am well, i my, my mom had a buzz cut when she was pregnant with um ellie i think your mom's a cool dude though yeah, do you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. she's very edgy Horror. she's very edgy <laughs> do you know what i mean but i think that um losing your hair like as i said like taking my fucking extensions out like i am preparing myself for the worst mm. like i literally was like to my boyfriend i was like are you still gonna love me if i have no hair and he was think like, of the braids me. i can do that- Keelan, did you fucking read my mind? I literally was going to text you being like, I'm going to come over every day to get braids. Like, stunning, stunning. But for the podcast, for the live podcast, like, I feel like I'm going to love having short hair. Are you going to have short hair then? I think so. Because I think I I was going to go to the hairdressers and get something done. Oh, oh. Like, maybe a blonde bob moment. Would you get a fringe? Maybe, to cover up the receding hairline. No, like, you don't have a receding, you actually don't. (laughs) Emer... I know you you don't notice it, but I'm li- I have a receding hair. I literally like, I have an extra it. inch on my forehead. I can feel where the baby hairs are growing back. I literally don't notice it. I'm feeling your your. I was about to say your armpit right now. <laughs> I actually don't notice. Oh my god, I can feel it. Yeah, it fell from the top. Yeah, it's it's falling out from the hairline for some reason. Strange. Yeah. Well, I I'm mean, more so on this side. You should I get can... a fringe. We yeah. love the fringe. But it's just because I have wavy hair. It's hard with to style a fringe. I'd have to straighten it every day. Yeah. Well, my hair is kind of wavy kind of way but i think the bleach makes it go flat yeah my hair feels like a fucking scarecrow <laughs> so bad so Bird's bad nest. but yeah i thought this podcast was gonna be like sad because i've been feeling just like i'm on a roller coaster at the mm. moment and i don't know what it is like keelan was like the other day oh my god are you pregnant and i was like i'm dying for you to get pregnant dying for me to be pregnant <laughs> and i have to coil i'm not having a fucking baby for a very very long time very long time but I, we were sitting in the pub the other day and Jason, I asked Jason what his goal was. Yeah. And he told me it was like that the, he wants Jason's goal in life. And one of his goals is to like go and live on top of a mountain with a Japanese family in Japan. Mm. And for some reason, like I started crying. I was like, <laughs> why am I crying? And then Keelan was like, are, are you? And like the face ended up pregnant and i was like no i'm not fucking pregnant she was like well i was really emotional when i was pregnant and i was like why are you telling me this i'm literally like dying inside like because like if i got pregnant surely like would i'd have like an atopic pregnancy wouldn't i i don't know how it works if you have the coil because it if the egg and the sperm meet them if the if i got pregnant they'd meet in the fallopian tube and then because i have had a friend who had an atopic pregnancy and her Mm. tube burst and they had to get it they had to remove it Mm. so whenever someone's like pregnant Pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. I'm like, I'm gonna die. So- no, but you know, um, if you have a burst tube, you're, you know, the fallopian tube floats over your ovaries. It's not attached to it. So when it's like the next month, you know, you ovulate from, um, 
opposite ovaries each month. Hadn't a clue. So you ovulate from one one month and then it will switch. What? Basically. But if you lose one of your fallopian tubes, your fallopian tube migrates to the other one. It literally moves inside your body. What? Yeah. So you can still ovulate every month oh if you God, lose a fallopian tube. That's brilliant. But I'm still not getting pregnant. <laughs> that's brilliant. But I'm still not getting pregnant. Absolutely not. I mean, I definitely now, I, 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 love babies now yeah like i noticed them so much more and i used to be like very i'm I'm, i was like the child catcher from what is it uh chitty chitty bang bang like i hated kids like i'd get it away from me and like i remember like when i put up a picture um of me and baby uh, people were replying to to it being like people that i went to school with they were like this is such a weird thing because i'd be like (laughs) ew stay to them do you know what i mean like i just wasn't you know i didn't really like kids it's more kids yeah but like i'll love her i know i'll love it's her because now i feel bad now because um basically the reason why people hate kids so much is because there's an unrealistic expectation for them to behave like adults and there's mm. no there's no room for them to um like express themselves freely like you have to think in from the perspective of a child they don't know how to control their emotions mm. and they have no emotional intelligence yet they're still learning like imagine experiencing the world for the first time and like things get taken away from you and there's no reasoning behind it or no one's explaining anything to you because you're just expected to get on with it like an adult yeah um and that's why kids are treated so poorly and it's so normal for people to hate children and yeah. there's nothing happens like nothing happens but it's it's the same thing of being like oh i can't i hate like say if someone was um like if anyone had a disability and you say you hate them for that it's like the same reasons that people hate children yeah yeah people yeah, hate yeah, children yeah. for acting like children yeah which is like they can't help and stuff, yeah which like, they literally like, why did you eat that like, i love jesse's kids love them <laughs> love them. oh my god the biters oh obsessed my god i'm obsessed with, obsessed with jesse's kids sorry like eating toilet roll yeah. i'm obsessed like i love that stuff like i was in her gaff like the other day and she found a piece of toast behind the thing and i was like yeah. that's so funny like i don't it's not like it's not that i would like be like oh god kids do you know what it is is. Mm. I feel really awkward around them. Yeah. I feel really because yeah. I'm very childlike myself. Mm. And like I definitely act a lot like no, I don't act a lot younger than I am, but I have a very young sense of humor and like mm. I am very like I am very like a kid sometimes. So yeah. are you though. Yeah. And so is yeah. Jason. Oh, yeah. Like we're all like that. Mm. Um like Kim, everyone's like that. Like and that all my best friends are basically like kids, like <laughs> giant kids. But I find myself really awkward around them because mm. like I'm quite like them and they're yeah. like and, I, and then I'm like, I don't know how to act. And then like when you try to fake it and when like the mams are around and then like I'm like cringing, I'm like, oh my god, cringe. Did I just say do you know what I mean? Like I used to mind this baby. Yes, I used to mind a baby. It was like my Saturday job when I was like in school and I'd go and mind this baby and like I just didn't know what to do with it like I was just like like I felt awkward being like because I didn't know the family that well but like obviously when I'm with baby now like your baby I'm like you know like we're having conversations in a different language but like me and you did that anyway yeah do you know what I mean like I was still awkward around her when she was born yeah like I fully because when you first have a baby it's obviously a shock to your system and all I was like all I was thinking was like I better not kill this baby it's so much pressure you're like yeah I think that yeah I'm like Jesus Christ this is so much pressure I have to keep the strong alive especially because i was breastfeeding i was like oh jesus is she eating enough and like jason and saoirse would be coming over and they'd be like i love you so much but i wasn't able to say i love you to her because i was like yeah. she doesn't understand me and she's yeah. asleep and i couldn't 
un- I couldn't grasp the concept that they were like talking to her. Yeah. But now obviously because she's like more vocal and she's her eyes are focused. But you saw her when she was a newborn. She was actually cross-eyed. Yeah, literally- I was like, how are oh people- my God, I'll never talk about this enough. Like when I literally saw baby, I was like, oh my God, she's cross-eyed. And I didn't want, I didn't say it for ages because I was like, oh my God, I can't break Keelan's heart right now. Not that there's anything wrong with being cross-eyed, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's just a bit of a hack. And I was like, when I said it to you, I, what did I, did I say it? Yeah, you were like, she, oh, she's a bit, you're like real subtly, she's a bit cross-eyed. I was like, oh no, it's just because her eyes can't focus, yeah, she can't see. And you're like, oh Jesus, thank God. God. I was sort of sitting on the bus like, oh my God, her baby's cross-eyed, like, fucking hell. The only good thing that would come from that is the, the little spectacles. Oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. They're so cute. But like, I had been around babies because, you know, Cora is yeah. like still young enough. So I yeah. remember what it was like, and I basically raised Ellie and Searsha, but I was a child when mm. I raised them. And I remember like my family had Searsha's um, clothes and nappies on a really low shelf so that I could do it so that I could reach oh and I was like five and I remember picking her up out of bed when her naps were finished and I could she was so heavy but like she was only a baby yeah. I remember her being so heavy and I was literally you know the way kids hold babies like under her arms and her, yeah. her head was flopped forward and I was like like eh, a doll eh. yeah literally like a rag doll I was like gra- dragging her in to get her ch- uh, change and she says she can still remember when I used to get her to jump on the bed when I pulled her pants up I know but I was like so mean to them as well because I'm a child and because so much was expected of me when I was a child I was like how are you two so incompetent when I've had to do all this myself yeah like I had no older sister doing all those things for me I just had to figure it out on my own yeah so then I also still have that sort of um mentality even now in my adulthood where like if Jason or Saoirse is asking me a question Saoirse says that she gets scared when she when she asks me where something is because she thinks that I'm like you idiot how do you not know where it is but in fairness I mean Jason asked me for where something is I'm like just look for it yeah you're not looking it's where you fucking left it <laughs> like it's in fairness and I do know where everything is but I'm like I wish for once someone wouldn't ask me and yeah. I was able to ask someone else for help it's yeah. like there's so much pressure because I already know where everything is yeah. and it's like I wish someone else would just know where stuff like, is it's like Jason would be like, Keelan, do you know where the um where the top of the toothbrush head is from like nineteen sixty six? And he, you're like, Yeah, it's under the bed. Like you like you know exactly like the strangest things as well. Like mammies know everything though. Yeah. They I really know. do. Mammies know but everything. It's like a pressure where you know no one else is gonna do it. So it's like when you're in the car with someone and they're driving, so you're not paying attention to the directions. It's yeah. sort of like that I'm always keeping in line where the directions are but sometimes you have to lean on the passenger to tell you where to go because you also can't check the map because you're driving that's a a really good analogy analogy. (laughs) (laughs) but uh, back to the kids so basically what I was going to say is I just remembered um, I found that from my now short travels so for example like Italy and Portugal in um, especially they're really child friendly friendly places you would see children everywhere Mm. you would see especially in France you would see children like out um Sorry, I said Italy and Portugal. But yeah, Italy, Portugal and France, which is the only places I've been to and noticed it. But you'd see children out like in restaurants at like 10pm and it's like very normal for the whole family to be out together. But you don't ever see that in Ireland. And no. even if you do, people are pissed off. Like, like people are like, why the fuck are you bringing your kids out here? Yeah. So it's just not child friendly. So that's why I think everyone especially when I had a baby it was kind of awkward around her because it's just like I don't know what to do with this child because you yeah. don't know how to treat it yeah. um, but now obviously I'm getting I'm like so now when I see other children other babies I'm like I could li- pick up your child and I'd know how to soothe it so I'm anyway. kind of like that now as well like I see kids and I'm like hey I'm happy. Like, and they're not my, they're not yours yeah, you know what yeah. I mean like I'm not like as awkward and I also like noticing do you remember that time when I was coming in here and I was like 
I just saw dad with a baby on his stomach and there was no socks on it. Remember? And you were like, I love how you're noticing these things. And I was like, fuming. Yeah. I was like, is the baby's toes not cold? Like, why am I thinking about it's these so things? It's so funny when you can see the dad who's obviously been sent out by the mom to go bring the baby on a walk. Jason. <laughs> but Jason is really like, I'm going to bring her on a walk now and he'll know. Like, he's the one who's like, I think she needs a coat. But yeah. you can tell when the dads are like, you know, maybe they're off work that day or it's the weekend and they've been sent out so the mom can have some alone time yeah. and it's like the baby in the in the carrier down to his crotch which it should be like up to his chest yeah. no socks on no like, socks on and the, the snots all over the baby's face <laughs> stinking of shite like <laughs> it's real just like oh god and you just want to strangle him oh like out god. of anger for the mom and on behalf of her just like what are you doing? You know? Oh my God. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm so lucky that I have Jason domesticated. Yeah, very domesticated. well trained. <laughs> Keila said this to me the other day. She was like, you need to train them. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And then like, I, cause like, I, do you know what as well with January, I've like just, I've gone into like a new year of like no stress. Yeah. I'm not used to having no stress. Come uh, on. That's good. Do you remember? Remember, that's fantastic. It's fucking brilliant, Keelan. I'm taking it all on for you. Keelan, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you probably have to be honest, but like I have gone into a year of like, not well, like I, my, I think my summer was, no, my summer was very stressful, but like I've gone like into a new year with no stress. There's nothing, for, well, like there are things for me to worry about. I'm not saying I don't have anything to worry about. Of course I, I worry every fucking day where I'm like, when you, when you're self-employed, you're like, oh my God, am I going to have any clients for March? And yeah. it's like, shut up, Emer, it's December. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's, I have constant worries, but in my life and my personal life and in like my love life, I'm so, I don't have anything to worry about. And I saw this reel, I'm not going to say TikTok because I don't have TikTok, but I saw this reel of, and it was like this girl sitting on her bed and it was like, oh, when you're in a healthy relationship, sometimes you can feel the most lonely. Mm. And I was reading the comments and I was like, Hang on a minute. This is a bit. Of, this is directed at me. This this is a bit of me because like I don't. I'm not lonely. I'm not like. But I've. I don't have anything to like focus my worries on. Like yeah. I don't have. You know. Like I'm not looking after anyone. Well, I am looking after anyone, but in the right way. Like I'm not. I don't feel like a fucking mom anymore, and I'm not like. Um, in like any sort You're of relationship. Not in fight or flight, I'm not in fight or flight anymore, and it's like. This, like, it, I've learned so much about myself in the past, like, what, three months mm. since I've been in a relationship? Yeah. Like, I don't know, three months, maybe, that I've learned so much about myself and how my brain works because, like, I honestly would go through, like, I'm, I panic and not being anxious about something. Mm. Like, I'm, like, panicking, being like, why am I worrying about something? Yeah. Why am I stressed about something? Mm. And then, like, I've spoken to my mom about it and she's like, that's the way to, that's the way like people live life like yeah. that's the way you should be living life yeah and i'm not, not used, used to, to it. it and it's stressing me out that i'm not worrying about something yeah. so i'm creating things mm. to worry about and then i have to i reel myself in and i'm like okay blah blah but that's like when my spiraling starts like and that's when things start to get a bit chaotic but like recently i've learned so much about myself and like going into january i'm like this is like the least stressful, even though I'm, I am feeling low. We're all feeling low. You're feeling low. Yeah. I'm feeling low. Everyone's feeling low. Like I'm sure fucking Miley Cyrus is feeling low. Miley Sorry. Cyrus, if you're listening to this, we Sorry. are obsessed she, with you. She um, releasing her new single tomorrow on her ex's birthday. Oh, iconic. <laughs> my mom, I got into a scrap of my mom the other day at dinner because she like claims that she doesn't, she claims that she likes Miley Cyrus, but she's like, oh, I, I can't even get into this. It's too, too long. But anyway, we got into a proper scrap and she was like, 
well, if she's releasing it on her ex's birthday, it means she's not over him. I'm like, no, she's just a fucking icon. That's what she is. <laughs> but anyway, um, like everyone's feeling shit at the moment, but um, it's just so, it's like, it's a weird, a weird situation for me to be in because I'm always just stressed by something and I'm always trying to fix things. I've yeah. always noticed I'm trying to fix everything. You should be, you feel like you should always have a project or like something yes. needs to be improved in your life or something like upgraded I, or be yeah. rehabilitated. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise you're not being productive or something. Yeah, yeah. and like a person, and sorry, like my mom is this just on this as well. My mom only sent me recently, today, I'll show you the message after. She wants me to get tested for ADHD. Love. Lo- but you know apparently Love. people with ADHD attract each other oh, it's well, like a thing where you like migrate nearer each other well like a, a to I clean mean, on well like we did <laughs> we were in a relationship <laughs> I mean like migrated to fuck magnets <laughs> <laughs> but like she te- she texted me today and she was like oh someone Nina on Loose Women because I sent her a, a- of course your man watches Loose Women oh, oh <laughs> bet it's oh, what I like obsessed with Loose Women she was like Nina on Loose Women she was like she she started taking ADHD medication and it's changed her life oh. and I was like ma'am I, ha- I don't I don't want to take medication I don't want to take because medication I'm scared that yeah. do you know can I tell you why why I'm scared my sex drive will go Oh, that's why it drives you it. Cause, cause yeah. I was talking to my ex about this. Anyway, oh. yeah, he listens to the podcast. Oh, so shout, shout out. out, love you. Um, but anyway, oh, I have something to say after this. Oh, okay. But anyway, he came up and he said he went on um ADHD medication. First of all, it was so expensive. And what else did he say? Um, he was actually like he had the jitters. He was like he was getting the jitters. It was like, and then you'd get a come down from it. Yeah, and no. he was like constantly thirsty. But I've heard that it could like dry out your vagina. Yeah, that's why. Like when I was on medication for OCD, like I literally had no oh my sex God. drive. You went insane. I, I remember that. No, it was like worse. It was so bad, and like I was so emotionless as well. So yeah. like I was like being a fucking lunatic, but like no emotion as well. Nearly mm. like sociopathic, but like not that. I'm not a sociopath. I'm a severe empath. But like yeah. it was just like I just had no emotion to anything. But like my mom is like upset with me getting diagnosed for I don't know why because she's now discovering reels and she's like looking at it and she's like oh my god that's Emer that's yeah, Emer yeah, that's yeah. Emer sorry I sent her one the other day and it was like this guy and uh, sorry this girl was like did you know that if you watch like shows um over and over again it's, it couldn't be a sign of a severe mental illness and I watch shows I don't like watching new movies um or new shows it stresses me out it like unless I'm really really unless like Miley Cyrus is in the movie mm. I don't have an interest and I can't watch it like I can't watch movies that people are like you should watch this movie and then mm. they put it on I feel really awkward and like I have to like pretend, pretend I'm, you like I'm pretending I'm watching it but I'm actually just like <laughs> thinking of something else while looking at the screen and so I watch shows and movies over and over and over again that's how I do life yeah. and like people always ask me they're like are you not like really sick of that movie and I'm like no it's so comforting but then it goes did you also know that it is a severe uh, it's a sign of autism and it was like I am autistic and I do this blah blah, blah. and my mom sent it, I sent it to my mom and my mom was like oh, I saw that the other day thought of you and I was like so now you everyone want everyone like, on the internet is trying to diagnose everyone with everyone autism everyone with autism and yeah. I'm like now I'm like am I autistic I've said this a million times before and I'm like no I don't know no. I, I would like to see like I would like to go and like but like fuck off paying like what 500 quid to get a diagnosis no, that, I, not worth that it. I can do from Instagram <laughs> as if like oh, if I can just self-diagnose for free on Instagram yeah, it's fine as well but, like everyone self-diagnoses because when they see these videos they're like oh my oh, god that's, that's me. me that's yeah, me yeah. but a lot of these characteristics are normal, normal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly or they're just like quirks that people have yeah. and but everyone's obsessed with having a diagnosis obviously yeah. it gives some people comfort but like 
I I have no interest anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've started therapy now with my maternity hospital. Have you? Oh, did you, did you start that? Well, I had a phone. Oh. A phone. They were just like, how suicidal are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, On a scale well. Of to 10. Um, and they were like, it was, it's so, like, it's ridiculous though. I was almost laughing over the phone because they're like, so are you having bad thoughts? And I was like, uh. yeah, what are you thinking about? And I'm just like, you know, the usual, like, my baby dying and, like, me dying and all these <laughs> like, I was, like, so getting hit by a car over the phone and, like, they're in the next room. They're oh. like, so would you like to come in? Would you like to come in for... I was like, yes, please. Yeah, I like, would, actually. <laughs> like, I don't actually need to come in and talk to someone. This, like, phone shit is ridiculous. I know. They're like, like would you like one over the phone? I was like, no. 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 Like, <laughs> I had to call the VHI um, healthcare there the other day because when I had this flu, this fucking flu, the bane of my life, like, I'm only... I kind of still... heard so much about this flu. When I went to yoga, it's the terrifying. teacher was like, did anyone get the big flu? It's like, like no. honestly, like, I, I had cancelled my clients twice and that was... So I cancelled my clients once, like three years ago because I fainted that's a fair enough reason mm. and then the second time was like two weeks ago when I had this flu and like I genuinely couldn't even feel one ounce of like guilt I was so sick I couldn't lift my head but I ended up like when I was coughing I like pulled something in like my abdominal and like every time I coughed it would I'd like scream like it was so sore mm. so then my mommy was like oh maybe you did a hernia and I was like brilliant what's a hernia so like I looked it up I looked up a hernia and I was like right I'm dying so I ring up and then uh, I was like okay on the phone to this VHI healthcare she did not give a fucking shit she was a nurse yeah so they they put me onto the nurse to see if I could come in to see oh, if right. I needed to come in yeah and I was on the phone to her and she was like show a hernia over the phone this is what I'm saying so and then so I got so she was like do you have so do you have pain here is your rectum sore? Is this? Is that? And then I was like, yep, it's pretty sore. Like, not my rectum, but, like, the thing is pretty sore. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, whatever. And then she goes, sounds like appendicitis. Um, so, what? So I think uh, you should uh, maybe just go to Black Rock Hospital. They'll deal with you there. All right? <laughs> All right. Okay, see you later. And I just, I just went fuck off I'm not going to Blackhawk Hospital I just hung no. up the phone and continued on, on working but like yeah. she had like appendicitis is pretty serious yeah. like you can die from it and <laughs> she was just like yeah well whatever I'm not shaming any like obviously she was like up to her eyeballs or whatever yeah. but it's just this whole over the phone consultation it's like somewhat like I could just be like not an expressive person yeah. and like in severe pain and there was no like um what is the word like worriness worried <laughs> worriness no concern that's yeah. it no concern there was no concern towards my situation that like I was just like whatever like if she was like concerned about it I would have probably gone to the hospital yeah, but she yeah. was just like yeah is that all right with you all right see you later and then I text my mom and I was like yeah they think it's appendicitis I roll emoji <laughs> classic like dramatic and then I just I'm fine now it was nothing but yeah. Do you know what I mean? This whole consultation over the phone and like... Like, remember the coil? Oh my God. I, I, I thought my coil was like rammed up into me. Yeah. Somewhere. I thought I lost it. And I rang during COVID and... Well, it wasn't during COVID. We I, I was going to work, so we were open. So you could get a tattoo, mm. but you couldn't fucking get your coil checked. Yeah. I rang them and I was like, hey, like, I think my coil is lost. I can't find it because there's strings the attached strings, to yeah. it. And she was like, right, well, um, we're actually just doing over the phone consultations. And I was like, but... Wait, like, I, I, how can you and I went mad and I was like how can you check mm. over the phone she was like sorry due to COVID we're closed I was like 
but like surely your health is like, like what the what the hell like do you know what I mean just and especially therapy sessions over the phone mm. like no, that's ridiculous ther- I remember when I was doing zoom therapy yeah oh my god yeah no no we've we, we've we've been into it before eating the banana eating the <laughs> <laughs> listen to the recent podcast to find out <laughs> oh god I'm very hungry are you hungry yeah, well s- we've gone on for 49 minutes was there anything else we wanted to talk about there was one more thing remember i remember you put on your story and i was like oh my god i need like a therapy session of like boundaries and jealousy but that could be a that can be a whole episode that can be a whole episode but like you know what it was my fucking period everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.